Stories connect us as humans. A well-told story can motivate and inspire us. Storytelling is the ultimate superpower. Be The Drop is a weekly podcast that investigates how to tell stories that engage. Join me, Amelia Veal, on our shared journey to become better storytellers. In episode 262, keynote marketing speaker and columnist for The Drum, Samuel Scott discusses how to walk the talk and be a purposeful company that actually delivers on their beliefs, even if it's not always profitable. This interview was recorded at PauseFest 2021, and as a media partner of the event, I'm honoured to share some of these incredible discussions, helping to spread their positive impact. In his presentation, Samuel takes a neutral journalistic view and provides examples of business marketing versus the reality of what these companies do in everyday operations. Samuel encourages businesses to move beyond hypocrisy and look at how companies can truly help the world. This is Samuel's version of Be The Drop, recorded from PauseFest. Fearless girl. For International Women's Day, a confident young woman staring down an angry bull. A girl standing up against the patriarchy on Wall Street to promote State Street Bank Index Fund, comprised of companies with many women in leadership. Wonderful, right? Well, there was just one problem. State Street Bank was completely hypocritical. That same year, the bank paid $5 million to settle U.S. government charges that the company paid female senior executives lower salaries and bonuses. But it does not stop there. Today, I will go through examples of several companies claiming to do cause marketing or brand purpose, but are completely hypocritical in their own business practices. And then I will show what everyone here can do to truly help the world instead. So here's another example. Last year, Gillette ran this famous ad calling for men to behave better, especially towards women. Bullying. The Me Too movement against sexual harassment. Is this the best a man can get? Now, anyone who works with brands knows that most consumer products are essentially the same. There is no real difference between them. But in the US, Gillette shaving cream for women costs 20% more than shaving cream for men. And for razor blades for women, they cost 21% more. If Gillette really wants women to be equal to men, then the company's prices should also be equal. As Australian copywriter Ryan Wallman once put it, if you want to create a product for women, then there are two rules. Make it pink and increase the price. And now, auditing service company KPMG is the title sponsor of the Women's PGA Championship. Here's to breaking more glass ceilings in golf and everywhere else. KPMG continuing our commitment to the next generation of women leaders. And guess what? KPMG has been the subject of a $400 million class action lawsuit alleging a pattern of gender discrimination, denying promotions to women, and penalizing them for taking maternity leave. 
And for International Women's Day, Google said the company is recognizing strong, courageous women who are pushing us toward a more equal future. But a New York Times report found out that management protected high-ranking employees accused of sexual misconduct, including the giving of a $90 million payout to Android creator Andy Rubin to get him to leave the company quietly. That led to a mass employee walkout. So, what's going on? We have a bunch of global companies treating women horribly while exploiting feminism and using International Women's Day to sell stuff. As Katie Martell in Boston puts it, profiting from these ideals while perpetuating the opposite is not clever, it's exploitation. She calls it faux feminism because it masks the underlying core problem. And it all begins with faulty logic. In 2011, Jim Stengel, a former global marketing officer at P&G, published Grow. He selected the top 50 brands and looked to see what they all had in common. He found that they all wanted to improve people's lives and saw that their stock prices, taken together as an index, grew 393% over the prior 10 years, and that was during the Great Recession. He used this information to argue that companies need brand purpose to maximize profits. But the survivorship bias is when you look only at the winners and see what they had in common. Stengel pre-selected brands that had already been successful. Instead, he should have looked at all companies using brand purpose to see how many of all of them were successful. Advertisers fervently hoped that the theory was true. They forgot to check whether it actually was. And that leads to companies overstating the importance of brand purpose. People who work in marketing know which brands stand for what. But we live in a bubble. In the real world, Do Something Strategic found that only 12% of people aged 13 to 25 had top-of-mind associations between brands and their individual social causes. Look at it this way. If I ask you in public if companies should help the world, of course you will say yes. But what you will actually do is another story. As David Ogilvie once put it, people don't think how they feel. People don't say what they think, and they don't do what they say. Because when you look at the best data, 70% of people in the US, 76% in the UK, and 68% in India did not care one way or the other whether companies should take stands on political or social issues. For the most part, consumers are ambivalent. And here are more examples of where it can go wrong. In 2000, BP rebranded from British Petroleum to Beyond Petroleum. But as Mark Ritson has found, companies such as ExxonMobil, BP, and Shell spend 99% of their ad budgets saying how green they are, but 99% of their actual business practices remain focused on fossil fuels. That is greenwashing at its worst. And here, is Starbucks. Carol, you remember my Gemma? Gemma. And what's your name? It's James. Starbucks celebrates trans people in ads 
But BuzzFeed News reported that trans employees are outed or misgendered by other employees, confronted by their former names in company software, and having trouble accessing gender-affirming medical treatment under employee insurance plans. And here's another example from the marketing industry itself. At Cannes Lines last year, brand purpose was a popular topic. Sessions discussed a transgender Indian mother, a five-step guide to creating a brand with purpose, the future of brand activism, and advertising around themes such as the environment. But a group called Extinction Rebellion crashed the event. They held meetings about climate change and tried to get the ad industry elite there to agree to significant business changes that would help to stop global warming. The marketing elite at Cannes had a real opportunity to help the world significantly. And what happened? 14 activists were arrested. As one person there put it, if there is no planet, there is no profit. So, let's forget about all the hypocrisy. Here is how your company can truly help the world instead. Businesses have shareholders and stakeholders. Shareholders are the owners. Stakeholders are anyone else who the business affects, from the workers to the community to the environment and so on. In general, European companies care more about the stakeholders, but in America, most companies care about making the shareholders as rich as possible at the expense of the stakeholders. We need all companies first to adopt the European model. Because actual brand purpose goes further than the marketing department. It is something that the entire business embodies. HR policies, the supply chain, the product, legal, finance. Here are some examples. You advertise that you support gay rights, but does HR grant full marriage and parental benefits to same-sex couples even if it is not mandated by your country's laws? Does your supply chain use child or slave labor? Do you pay men and women equally? Do you have zero tolerance for sexual harassment? Do you pay a fair amount of taxes? Do not look at what companies say in their advertising. Look at what companies actually do. As a trade journalist covering the marketing industry, I do exactly that. Here's my favorite example of a purpose-centric business. Mason Wartman was a Wall Street stockbroker, but his dream was just to run a local pizza place. So he did that with Rose's Fresh Pizza in Philadelphia. One day, a customer bought a slice for a homeless man outside, and that gave Mason an idea. People could pay it forward by paying for slices for future people in need. One slice would be one post-it note on the wall, and anyone could come in, take post-it notes off the wall, and get free slices. No questions asked. And that gave food to so many hungry people. Mason never sought publicity, but customers started talking. Eventually, the local media found out, and he got some press coverage. And later, Ellen DeGeneres put him on her nationwide TV show, and his little pizza place became famous. And that is what happens when businesses truly do something to help the world, rather than just saying they want to do so in advertising. 
Here's a big picture example. Do you have a B Corp certification? The global nonprofit organization measures a company's entire social and environmental performance from factors including its worker treatment, environment, customers, supply chain, input materials, charitable giving, and employee benefits. Certified companies receive benefits such as a listing in the B Corp Global Directory, which is a registry of thousands of businesses worldwide that consumers can use to determine where to spend their money. If you truly believe in doing good, getting this certification is the only place to start. But here are a few additional recommendations of mine. First, open plan offices are the white collar equivalent of clothing sweatshops. Stop using them. Soul destroying open offices cause physical and mental harm, and they do nothing to help collaboration. Companies only use them because they save money. But you should treat your workers better. YouTube, stop your algorithms spreading a far right propaganda anti-vaccine ideas, and conspiracy theories. Facebook, stop polarizing society before you destroy it. Men, stop treating your female employees terribly while you produce hypocritical pro-woman advertisements. And above all, tech companies pay taxes. After all, if you want to know whether a company truly believes in brand purpose, look at how much tax they pay. Taxes are the most important contribution that companies give to society. If I could summarize with one thought, it would be this. Focus not on what companies say, but on what they do. Ladies and gentlemen, please go out and do some real good. Thank you. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop. Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss out on one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing, where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To contact me directly with any specific comments you have, you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. And don't forget that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that. This is a Narrative Network podcast.